God wants you to be a trendsetter, not a follower. It's easy to do what's familiar because it doesn't take much time and sometimes it doesn't take much effort because we've done it so many times before. What's hard and what often shakes us up is when we have to do something that is unfamiliar, something that challenges our self-view and what we think we can and cannot do, something that opens us up to criticism and scrutiny. Within us, we have tons of different reasons for not wanting to go further ahead or be much further ahead. And the most popular reason that we tend to say to someone all church-like and, and, and spiritual is, you know what, I'm waiting on God, you know, I'm waiting on God to tell me exactly when to move. And God is like, no, boo-boo, I'm waiting on you, okay? Over time, we've even developed a script in our mind that we recite whenever we're confronted with the question, so why haven't you started that business? Why didn't you take that job? Or why are you still in this position five years later after you told me way back when that around this time you're going to be doing X, Y, Z, you know? We develop a script and we tell people, you know what? I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting for him to work certain things out when really we're afraid. We're afraid to take that step. We're afraid to do what we know within ourselves to do. And the real reason why we didn't start the business, why we didn't take the amazing job opportunity, and why we're still in the same position five, 10, maybe 20 years down the line, is because to step outside of our comfort zone is ridiculously scary. Okay? But I can tell you something, and that is I am learning from God myself that on the other side of our comfort zone is everything that we've ever wanted. And the realization that every dream we've ever envisioned for ourselves is on the other side. This is entry 23 of Note to Self Diaries. I'm your host, Alicia Ward. And today I want to remind you of three things. One, God wants you to do it, whatever your it is. Two, an invitation to step outside your comfort zone is actually an invitation to get ahead of the game. And three, God won't have you do it like anyone else. As I said when I started the show, he wants you to be a trendsetter, not a follower. So let's get into it. I stated earlier that God wants us to be the one to do certain things. My first point was he wants you to do it. And when we think about that, some of the questions that tend to come to mind is, but why me? Why me, God? I don't think I can do that. And not only that, but then what are people going to say if I do this? I, for one, have had those questions. And even more so recently, when God told me to do my podcast live, I was like, why me? Me of all people, I, mm, this is not going to work. Do you know how much it took for me to even share that notification, that poster on Facebook, letting people know that my, pod, that my podcast will be live? I literally had to take a breath and hit post because I was so nervous because it's easy to hide behind a mic when you're pre-recording because if you make a mistake, you can cut it out. No one is there to hear you. No one is there to laugh at you. No one is there commenting in real time. But when you're live, you are raw. You are exposed to criticism. And God told me, yeah, I know, but do it anyway. 
And I did. And here I am. What I've realized in the moment is that we tend to think that we're not good enough because we don't see ourselves the way God sees us. As a matter of fact, sometimes we unconsciously suggest other people to God about who is better fitting for what he told us to do. And we do that when we immediately start comparing ourselves to other people. When we get that nudge in our hearts to do this, we think, oh, but I think this other person would be better at doing this. I think she would be better at doing that. I think he would be better at doing that. We tell God who is better when he is the one that told us, I want you to be the one to do it. So I'm realizing that as much as we want to run away from it, as much as we don't want to embrace it, God chose you. That idea that you can't seem to get out of your head, that wakes you up in the morning, that tucks you to sleep at night, God handpicked you to do it. 1 Peter 2.9 from the Message Bible puts it simply. It says, you are the chosen one. You are chosen by God. It goes on to say, chosen for the high calling of priestly work, chosen to be a holy people, God's instruments to do his work and speak out for him, to tell others of the night and day difference he made for you, from nothing to something, from rejected to accepted. God chose you to do it. What he is nudging you to do, what he is encouraging you to do, what he's been talking to you about doing for as long as you can remember is work that will draw others closer to him in some way, shape, or form. I get it. We're not all called to be pastors, preachers, and bishops and stuff like that, but we are all called to serve. So that business that you have tucked away at the back of your mind, that venture that you've been debating whether or not to pursue, that project that you keep putting on hold, whether it's the podcast, the blog, yes, even the YouTube channel, it can be used to serve God. If you would just quiet your fears enough and allow God to direct your steps. There are people already handpicked by God who are waiting on you to say yes. Yes to the dream that he placed in your heart. Yes to starting the business. Yes to pursuing that idea that just won't go away. My question to you is, how much longer will you keep them waiting? Imagine right now life without your favorite things. Whether it's the TV show that you love to binge watch, whether it's the book you enjoy reading or the books you enjoy reading, your favorite clothing brand, your favorite gadgets, your favorite platforms, like, can you imagine there being no Facebook, no Instagram, no YouTube, and no Netflix? Can you imagine no Netflix? I know for me, I'd be bored of my mind. All those things that we currently enjoy are the result of people behind them saying yes. Yes to the idea. You have something inside of you that is specifically designed to help other people. Whether it may be for their personal enjoyment or their enhancement, you have something. And the longer you take to tap into what it is and execute it, the longer you'll have those people waiting. It's like the person that came up with the first model of the chair. Can you imagine there being no chairs, there being no tables, no pens, no pencils? I'm going as simple as that because you might think to yourself, what I have to offer isn't all that. What I think God wants me to do isn't, isn't glamorous, it's not dramatic. You won't know how far it will take you until you actually start to do it. One of the things I'm learning as well is that you won't know until you get in motion. You learn when you're in motion. You won't learn when you're standing still. 
which takes me to my next point, which is an invitation from God to step outside of your comfort zone is actually an invitation to get ahead of the game. Doing what you've always been doing, the way you've always been doing it, it won't get you the life that you've always wanted. Taking a risk is going to get you the life that you've always wanted. You're going to have to risk looking foolish to others who won't understand the vision. You're going to have to risk not getting it right the first couple of times as you aim to perfect your craft. You're going to have to risk judgment and criticism from those closest to you and even from strangers as you work towards building a better life. And most importantly, you're going to have to risk your comfort as you step outside your comfort zone. I'm not saying all of that to scare you back into a hole, but I'm hoping to remind you and myself of the fact that nothing good comes without sacrifice. You see, I'm talking to you now. I am shaking behind this mic, but I have to do it because I've always wanted to have a platform where I can express my thoughts, where I can share with people more about God, but not in the churchy, churchy, overly spiritual way. I mean, we're young, we're millennials. We don't really want to be bouncing around, speaking in tongues like that. So here it is that we have available to us softwares and platforms for free, some of them, that, uh, that would allow us to do the things that we want to do. Here it is that you don't necessarily have to hire an advertiser or a marketer if it is that you want to start a business. You can learn as you go and you can advertise your product or your service using social media. Social media is a game changer right now because everything that we ever thought possible, we can do on social media. People are having their own talk shows on Instagram Live and YouTube Live, even on Podbean as myself. People are reaching people across the world because they chose to step outside their comfort zone and just do what they feel they need to do, understanding that they're not going to get it right, there will be criticism, and they're going to have moments when, you know, things just won't work out. Just before I came on air, 15, 20 minutes before I'm supposed to go on air, when I'm supposed to be getting in my woosah, calming my nerves down, I get a call from work to do something. So you want to see me dashing, rushing to get it done, thinking, oh my gosh, I can't let 7 o'clock come and I don't start. And it's too late to back on now because I already put it out there. As much as I was frustrated and as much as I was angry, I'll admit I did get angry, I was thinking, this is what happens. All sorts of obstacles will come up, different things will, will just happen What are you going to do about it? How are you going to handle it? Can you bounce back quickly? Can you think on your feet? Are you still going to have the same excitement? Are you still going to have the same momentum when you are still supposed to show up and do the work? Just before coming on air, I had to tell God, thank you for that experience because I learned for myself that I need to learn how to calm down quickly because I can't go on air, whether it's via a radio platform or even live in front of people, and look phased. I can't go in front of people to share something and they can visibly see that she was just frustrated a while ago or somebody just told her bad news. We have to learn to roll with the punches when we're faced with challenges because if we don't, we're just going to crumble. So understand that nothing good comes without a fight. And sometimes the biggest fight is against our own fears, against our own insecurities. Again, 
God is inviting you to step outside of your comfort zone. Why? Because the success you've always wanted, the lifestyle you crave, and the fulfillment you're seeking is on the other side. An invitation to step outside of your comfort zone, as I said earlier, is an invitation to get ahead of the game. God wants you to be a trend setter, not a follower. But if you continue to sit on the idea he gave you and not execute it the way he's been telling you to execute it, when you finally come around to doing it, what you're going to find is that someone else already tapped into that method and they're already tasting the level of success that was supposed to be reserved for you, but you didn't act fast enough. One of the worst feelings is seeing someone benefit from an idea that you didn't act on when you had the chance. This is not to say that you still can't act on it or start the business, but what I'm saying is the opportunity to be first would have already passed. So instead of setting the trend, you're not following it. Luckily, God is merciful and he is still willing to help you come out on top. You just have to be willing to put in the work And move when he says to move instead of dragging your feet. Been there, done that, still learning. Please, please pray for me. If you're willing to do things the way he says it should be done, even if a million other people are doing what you're doing, the way that you do it will be the way everyone pays attention to because you're getting your intel, you're getting your wisdom, you're getting your guidance from God himself. Deuteronomy 28.13 from the Good News Bible says, The Lord your God will make you the leader among nations, not a follower. You will always prosper and never fail if you obediently, if you obey faithfully all his commands that I'm giving you today. You want proof? There's your proof. God wants you to lead and not follow. If that wasn't the case, why then would he say that you're the head and not the tail? putting the scripture I just read in today's context, you can replace the word nations with industry. God wants you to be the leader in your industry, not the follower. And not only that, but he promises that you will always, not sometimes, but always prosper if you faithfully obey all his commands, meaning if you do what he says, when he says it, how he says to do it. That is when he says to move, you move. When he says to act, you act no. When he says it's time to turn off Netflix and do your work, you have to turn off Netflix and get that one in. I had to throw that one in because I'm guilty of that. Sometimes God will tell me, okay, it's time to put together your script for your next episode. And and I'll be like, okay, just one more episode. Just one more episode. And then that one more episode will turn into a whole season. And then before you know it, I'm I'm scrambling to, to get my thoughts right, to put everything on paper so that my show goes out on time. I need to get myself together because that can't continue to work. When God says get up early, you got to get up early. Again, I had to throw that one in for myself because that is an area, if you've been listening to Notice Self Diaries for a while, you know that is an area that I'm still working on. You might be saying, but if everyone is a leader, who is going to follow? If everyone is a business owner, who's going to buy what I have to offer. For one, everything is not for everyone. There will be people who like what you have to offer, but they may not like what other people have to offer. It's like going through the snack aisle at the grocery store, for example. There are tons of options that you can choose from, but everything won't appeal to you. 
you might pick up a bag of Lay's potato chips and someone else might pick up a bag of Doritos. Options exist because our wants and needs are all different. So instead of worrying about other people and what will happen if you choose to do what you believe God has called you to do, which is actually your mind's way of distracting you, I would encourage you to just focus your energy on executing rather than procrastinating. Another thing is not everyone is going to actually take up the challenge to step outside of their comfort zone. Some people will hear this and be like, yeah, that's great. I I totally get what she's saying, but I'm good right here. I don't want to do anything else outside of what I'm doing. I'll leave being bold, being daring for other people. I'm not going to do it. And I'll add to that, not everyone is brave enough to do what God says because when he says to do it and how he says to do it is not going to exactly fit in with how we're accustomed to doing things. God won't have you do things like other people. He says in Isaiah 55, 8 from the Message Bible, I don't think the way you think. I don't work the way you work. So even if you have a really cool idea or you decide to take that leap of faith and go forward with that venture, you have to continue to trust God through the process because he is not going to guide you the way that you expect. While everyone else in your field or industry is doing things one way, God is going to have you do it another way. And while this person goes left, he's going to tell you to go right. I'll say it again, and it's the premise for today's show. God wants you to be a trendsetter, not a follower. When I shared with my mentor that I felt in my spirit that God was encouraging me to do my podcast live, one of the things that she said to me that really hit a nerve was that God also wants you to trust him on this journey. And I said to myself, hmm, I, I actually never thought about that, but it makes sense. Above all, God wants us to trust and rely on him. So doing what you feel led to do, even when you're scared, even when you don't have all the answers, even when you don't know how it's going to work out, that tells God that you trust him. And as you make the decision every day to just trust him a bit more, trust him a bit more, trusting a bit more as you navigate this new journey outside your comfort zone, what you'll find happening is that your relationship with him will actually get better. And you'll feel more confident as you continue to step forward because you would have tasted for yourself and seen for yourself that God can consistently come through for you once you listen to him. And you would know firsthand that everything will always work out. He knows it's not going to be easy. He knows that you're going to have moments when you doubt yourself. He knows that you're going to have moments when you doubt the advice and the wisdom he gives you. He knows it's not going to be a walk in the park. But if you continue to choose to trust him despite feeling all of that, he's going to honor your faithfulness by going above and beyond for you. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 from the Message Bible reminds us to trust God and not try to figure things out on our own. Do you think that people just woke up with the idea to start certain things on their own? No, God planted those seeds inside of them. Whether they choose to acknowledge God or not, he was the one that told them, do this, do that, do this this way. The scripture goes on to say, listen for God's voice in 
everything and everywhere you go. He's the one that will keep you on track. So in essence, if you allow God to, he will guide you every step of the way. If you want to be great, if you want to be memorable, if you want to be at the top leading the pack, the head and not the tail, you're going to have to trust him and you're going to have to do things his way, even when it gets hard. And when it gets hard, you can anchor yourself in Psalms 56.3, which says, when I'm afraid, I put my trust in God. So everything leads you back to this one thing, trust. Everything around you that you can see, everything that you enjoy, Again, it's God who gave man that wisdom and the understanding to create those things. Whether they're spiritual or not, whether they're close to God or not, whether they read their Bible every day, 24 hours a day or not, God is the creator of every single thing. The phone that you have in your hand right now, God is the one that gave man the wisdom to create it with the apps, with the technology, everything. And he is still creating The difference is he's creating through us. So with that in mind, imagine what God can do for you if you would take the idea that he gave you, go back to him with it, and ask him to guide you so that your idea becomes success. Stepping out of your comfort zone with that new frame of mind, child, nothing will be impossible for you. So the next time you feel afraid, the next time you doubt God's wisdom, the next time you wonder if what he says will actually work, just look around you and remind yourself that the things you're enjoying now came from someone who said, yes, I'll do it this way. When the iPhone first came out, I will be the first to say it was trash. I never thought that I would want an iPhone because I was like, really? And I'm sure my Android lovers would argue that that it's still trash, but that's besides the point, okay? Team Apple over here. But the point that I'm really trying to drive home is they started and they kept on improving. So much so that whenever Apple drops a phone, people literally overnight park up. Hey, Malika, yes, Team Apple all the way. People literally park camp outside of Apple stores or wherever the phone is being sold just to get the new model. If they would have taken all the negative feedback that they got when the very first iPhone dropped, we wouldn't have the iPhones that we enjoy today. You have to start and you have to keep going. That is the only way that you're going to get better. You're not going to be perfect in the beginning. You will make mistakes. Talking to you now, I've made a few fumbles, but I have to keep going. You can't let those mistakes be the reason why you don't move forward or be the reason why you don't elevate. You actually want people to be able to look back and say, boy, when she started this or when he started that, this is how it was. To see them blossom into this massive thing now, that is a story to tell people. So if you partner with God and say yes, even when you're afraid, even when you don't know how it's going to work out, That is the status that he can elevate you to. To having people want what you have to offer so much so that before you even put out the product, they're already pre-ordering. That is the status God wants to elevate you to. The only condition is you have to be willing to step outside your comfort zone. So as I close, my question now to you is, are you daring enough to trust God? And... Are you ready 
to be a trendsetter. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I see Lindsay is here. I see Zoe is here. Dennis, Malika, thank you guys so much for tuning in to my official first live because I did a test last week of Notice of Diaries. I hope you join again next week. If you didn't get me from the beginning, the replay will be posted. It will be available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, on Podbean, and also on, what am I forgetting? Spotify. If you haven't already, be sure to follow Notice Self Diaries on Instagram at Notice Self Diaries. Again, this is going to be the new format of the, of the show where I will be going live on Mondays and the replay will be shared on the various podcast streaming platforms the following Tuesday. You can tune into the live airing of the show on Podbean, Every Monday at 7 p.m. If you don't already have the app, you can download it in the App Store for my iOS users or in Google Play for my Android users. And once I share the link with you on Mondays ahead of the start of the show, once you click on the link, you will be prompted to either sign in or log in via Google or Facebook, or you can also create your own account. I know it sounds like a little bit much, but trust me, it will be so, so worth it. Again, thank you for tuning in and until the next session of Notice Up Diaries, take care.